it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other half of the Above the Ring operation, Scott. Scott, we just got off of night two of WrestleMania 37. WrestleMania mm. has come and gone. Just like that. Just like that. I feel like it was only yesterday. We were just watching the Rumble and going, oh my god, WrestleMania is in 60 days. and Now it's... Oh my God! WrestleMania is in three hundred and sixty something days because I don't I don't even think they have the actual dates yet. But by next year, Sam, things will be a little different. Yes, they will. Things will have hopefully cleared up with everything in the world. Um, you and I will be in Arlington, Texas, technically. Yes, sir. WrestleMania thirty-eight. That's wow. going to be a lot of fun. Um, but the week is not over. Don't forget, we still have a lot of shit that's going to happen the next next week. Uh, that's the right. Next week, we have the um, we have the Raw after WrestleMania, which is normally the best Raw of the year because normally we get surprises, we get debuts, sometimes big returns. So I am excited for tomorrow. I'm normally not all that excited for Raws, but tomorrow, the, the Raw for WrestleMania, I'm always excited for. Then we have NXT on Tuesday for the first time ever. And then we will have, obviously, you know, AEW on Wednesday. Thursday will be Impact. And then Friday will be the Raw after, or the SmackDown after Mania. So we get to see everything that's going on there. So, this is an exciting time. For me, I honestly, besides the main event and the KO Sammy match, I have to say, personally, I liked night one better. You know, that's what I was going to say. You know what? Night one felt like WrestleMania. Night one felt special. Night one felt big. This night was really just, this was weird. That's that's a good word for it. It felt off. I mean, yes. I yep. don't know. 
throughout the night, we had three title changes, five over the weekend total. Yep. I think that's a big number. I don't think that happens too often. We're not even talking about takeover. Right. Um, but, um... Yeah, no, Scott. Like, like last last night, you and I had it like almost down to a T minus like one or two matches. Like we were like, wow, this is a young good. It's a good night. You know, we got the picks right. And this one, I I gotta strange do the, things are afoot at the Circle K, my friend. Yeah, I gotta do the I gotta do the the quick what call it on this one. All right, so let's see. Um, one to one, two to one, three to one, four to one. Four and two, four and three. All right, so I was four and three. You were oh no, two, oh and three, oh and four. Oh no, oh and five. Oh my God, you swore off for Sam. You were one and six. Oh no, which is crazy because last night I was six and one. I know that's insane. Holy shit, that's wow. Well, let's get right into it because there's a couple of things we have to talk about. The biggest thing being the beginning of the night. Do we really have to talk about this? <laughs> I know the guys over at North Road, so like they're partying, they're like a win's a win, you know. Uh, and this is a short match. This is a not even a six minute match. Uh, yeah. I'm so confused. I'm still, I'm still confused. Maybe that's why the whole night seemed off to me because. I just I don't know what happened with this match at all. Like I loved the fact that the fiend came back as the fiend. He was you know, rejuvenated. The entrance was absolutely outstanding. The Jack in the Box. I loved how Alexa was even more like dark, like more fiendish, you could say. And it was just everything just seemed to be adding up so well, and you know. Fiend was back to no selling everything, which was right up his alley like normal. And I loved, I loved Orton's faces as he was all like super shocked about everything. Orton's really good at doing facial expressions. Yep. So that that part was even better for me. Like he took that rope DDT like like it was nothing, and he just hops up every single time. Like I was just like, I was having such a ball, and then all of a sudden. Alexa Bliss shows up, and all of a sudden, there goes my echo. <laughs> so, Alexa, stop. <laughs> That's staying in, folks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sometimes she does that. If you've paid attention to my raw reviews, so every once in a while she'll pop in and she'll have something to say. Tonight, she had nothing to say, but she just started. I don't know, bleeding or like the the black liquid, just like. And I was with the crowd. I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what's going on?" And then all of a sudden, Randy hits an RKO and the match is over. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I literally put my hands on my face and I was just like, what just happened? Like, why? 
why did this end so quickly? This should have been like a 15, 20 minute, like epic match to end it all. And he took him out with an RKO. One. One. Just one. When did Randy's RKO become that powerful? <laughs> it was almost like it was almost like a Brock Lesnar F5. And this is the thing. I would not have been upset or frustrated if this match probably had gone longer. But this this and like I'm looking at my phone. I looked at my phone quickly. And I looked up and I just see Alexa come up and the whole thing happens. And I'm like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> right. And even 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 throughout the night, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh man, it's just but I don't I don't I don't get it. Like is this a next chapter for the fiend and and her and is Randy's part done and is that feud actually done? Because that's kind of like how it seemed with Edge when Edge was still fighting Orton. I just I don't know. What gets me so you gotta keep in mind, this is not the first time that they've feuded at Mania. I don't even want to talk about the last time they were at Mania. <laughs> well, which one's worse? That one or this now? Honestly, the previous one. This one, I can give the pass to only because I believe now that there's more story. For that one, that one made absolutely no sense. I mean, it did have the giant sperm that Randy wrote on all the way down. Jesus but, but anyways... <laughs> But anyways, um, it just, I, you know, they've built up the fiend to be this monster, yeah. and I feel like they're building him up to be the replacement of the Undertaker, and then something like this happens, and it's like, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, um, I'm not. Now that the whole show's gone through. I've had time to process. Like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I kind of checked out for some of this because my brain was still trying to wrap it <laughs> itself around what had happened at the beginning of the show. And now that it's over and done with, I kind of, I understand. I don't accept it because I will never accept Randy winning because he is a fake goat, not a real goat. Though the ropes can suck it. <laughs> um, this is going to go towards something else. I don't know what it is, though. And I'm okay with that. Is is Miss Bliss turning into an even more evil character? And The Fiend has to take her out? I don't know. That would be intriguing as hell, and I'd be all for that. Um, they're still now, as they're coining it, WrestleMania backlash in five weeks. And maybe this end of the match. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So I will actually say I'm ex even more excited now to see what happens on Raw. But if they don't give me a morsel to chew on tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night or Monday night or today, whatever the hell we get this done, I'm going to be mad. I'll be pissed off tomorrow. 
and my raw review will not be happy. <laughs> I just need something. They need to follow up on this because this was a big bombshell that they threw on us in the first five minutes of the show. We need a follow up. And they better be smart enough to deliver it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, and I'm trying to keep my thoughts on, like, what they do in AEW, where I keep saying it's the long game. See what they do in the long game. See what they do in the long game. But you know me, I haven't watched the product in a while, and part of the reason I don't watch the main product was when I was watching it, there really was no long game. No. Unless you was were terrible. Yeah. WWE was, uh, has as always been terrible with the long game, um, especially recently. They're kind of doing... Well, that recently is in, like, the past year. There are certain feuds that have been doing well, like the Orton Fiend feud has been doing real well. Uh, Apollo Big E has been another one that they've done a really good job with. Um, even like the Drew Lashley one, that's been a pretty decent build as well. So they've done a decent job on some, so, um, but there's others. It's just like what. <laughs> So so let's let's go down the line because you know there are definitely things that are just just confusing me. Okay. Um. So the next match, Nia Jackson Shayna Baszler obviously defeated Italian Tamina by Tia uh, you know technical submission. I thought this match wasn't bad. This is kind of what I expected. Um. I had a feeling that Nia well between Nia being just a beast and then Shayna Baszler. What did I say? I think I might have said it on the night one episode. Where in NXT, she used to have most of her wins via, like, knockout. Right. It just seemed to add up. No, it wasn't, like, the best thing in the world. It wasn't horrible. Um, Hell, even even to, you know, Tamina and Natalia looked great, too. Um, not that I've ever disliked Natalia. I've always liked Natalia. Tamina, I've kind of been where, like, I think everyone else has been where it's kind of like, oh, it's Tamina. But even she looked good. She put it, she gave her all in. Agreed, agreed. Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that one. I mean, I kind of... I was hoping that they'd give um, Natalia and Tamina the nod, especially for Tamina. Tamina's been in this company for over a decade, and she has yet to win any gold whatsoever. And they kind of teased it the whole night, with Tamina looking to slam Naya, and yeah, she eventually gets it done, but then LOL, Nyla wins. So it's like, okay. But, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get that. I can I can see that. Um, so next up, um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This brought me back. It, it truly did. Because I knew they would put on a classic. And uh, it was so good. I loved the reference from, from JBL to Battleground in 2016. I was hoping that if anybody could take the package pile driver, it would have been Sammy during this match. We almost got it. But he Kevin always turns it into that, that neck breaker. But... I appreciated this match. It was real well done. The nice stunner at the end, and then he stuns Logan Paul for good measure. That was wonderful. 
Um, well, you know what was weird? I th- and this is something I was. There's nothing wrong with the match. I think everything wrong with this match, and it wasn't so much. And I'm not blaming it on him, but Logan Paul could have almost been not involved. Yeah, I think Logan Paul was essentially just the celebrity of the night, and like Sammy had been kind of talking with him for the last few weeks, like on social media and had him on raw a couple weeks before mania. And so, I mean, he was kind of there. And even last week, um, they had Sammy go to meet Logan Paul at his brother's, uh, training ground. And, you know, Sammy gets himself locked out of the building and it's, yeah. So, I mean, there was kind of a little bit of a, reason for why he was there, but you're right. He he didn't have to be involved in this angle at all. The crowd hated him, like, plain and simple. I think WWE was trying to, like, pipe in some cheers, but the booze completely overwhelmed it. It was it was actually kind of hilarious. Yeah, it was it was just one of those things. I, I I think the I think the part about that that really killed it for me is where they look back at him. First of all, he's not even near the ring. He's sitting in a chair near the the booth. Right. You know, it would have if he was like near the ring, and then say for example, Kevin Owens get out of the ring would get like out of the ring or something like that, and then Sammy's like, "Yo, you gonna do something? You know, you have my back. You're supposed to be my, you know, kind of like yelling at him throughout the night. Right. You know, then you'd be like, okay, he's not doing anything per se, but now he's kind of like he's he's here f- with purpose. Um, there was a point where he's sitting where they sh- took a shot of him sitting in, on the chair near the announcer's table, and he's just like sprawled out like he's gonna fall asleep well i think he did that because ko just delivered some ridiculous move it was probably the suplex from the second rope and i think he was just reacting to how sammy was i don't think that was supposed to be disrespectful i think he was just kind of like having his own misdial moment (laughs) if you want to look at it that way um so i'd have to go back and watch when that you know when that happened again just to kind of and that would make sense but like even the end of it where like Sam, you know, the whole thing with Sammy happened, and then Kevin Owens still like, stunt, you know, stunned him. I'm just kind of yeah. like, oh, okay. Like that whole bit of that match, but like, like, like you said, everything that Kevin that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did in this match was incredible. Yeah, this might be arguably one of the better matches of the night. I'd probably give it the second best match of the night. Um, following follow, the one that was would be third would be the next match, Sheamus and Riddle. Um, boy, I love me some physical fights. And that finisher, ah, the bro kick while Riddle was doing that flip off the second rope. Oh, that was so wonderful. Hit it clean. One, two, three. Sheamus gets his title run, and I'm here for it. Yeah, no, it's um, no, I'm glad for Sheamus. Um, good call on that one. Um, it was good. It was a good, good, solid, solid. You know, good match. You know, you get to see Riddle be Riddle. You know, Sheamus. I haven't seen Sheamus do a single, a solo WrestleMania match in a long time. Been quite a bit, right? Yeah, it's been a while, I believe. Yeah, because he was he was with Cesaro for the longest time as the part bar. of the bar. Yep, which still for me is one of my favorite tag teams ever. Um, I just loved how that whole thing kind of went about. 
Like, I hated it in the absolute beginning because I was like, no, these two are single superstars. They should not be a tag team. But then within, like, two weeks, I'm like, yay, we are the bar. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so, you know, this was this was good. You got to see the best riddle, the best of Sheamus. Interesting to see who Sheamus is going to, you know, drop that belt to somewhere down the road. Because he's, mm. he, like I said, I think he's older than Randy Orton. True, true. Um, maybe that would be a, a wonderful starting point for a certain Bay um, Bay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, another match I didn't think was bad. It was this one. This this match might be, I think, the only match of the night. I don't have any really any complaints. Actually, these two, uh, the next, these three. So the Sheamus and Riddle, I don't have any complaints. Apollo Crews defeating Big E, I don't. Well, actually, no. I do. I, I. I was definitely. I don't have an issue with the way this match ended. No, it was a good I'm, match. It was. The thing was, and again, uh, there's so much I have ne- not seen before. There's there's a whole period of wrestling is I have not watched, but the fact that we had you know somebody very you know, some random person. On Apollo Crews side, come in and do what he did to Big E for Apollo Crews to win. I'm like, okay, cool. But I was like, WrestleMania doesn't feel like the place where you make random, you add random stars like that. Well, I mean, I I kind of agree, but but hear me out. Mm-hmm. The gentleman in question is Davocado. They're probably going to change his name, but when Raw Underground was a thing, mm-hmm. Davocado was the man who would destroy everybody. So when I first saw him show up, I was just like, oh, oh shit, Raw Underground, having some representation on WrestleMania. Um, I like the fact that they're bringing these giants into the fold, like especially with like Omos on night one. You have now Davocado with Apollo Crews. You can go with the whole thing that Apollo Crews cannot beat Big E. And he can't. He can't beat him one-on-one. He needed help. Perfect time to bring in a big person, you know, your big monster, to take out your competition. So it's essentially what happened with AJ. So now Apollo's getting one of his own. And it makes sense. So if Apollo's going to be the general, this guy's probably going to be captain or whatnot, or who knows how they're going to end up doing it. But I actually applauded this move. Um, I, I I saw when that big ending came, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to actually have Big E retained. And then all of a sudden, here comes Davocado. I was like, holy shit, okay, all right. We, so we, we took a turn. So, no, that clarifies that. And like I said, it's not, it's not like a, oh, I was against it. I was just kind of like, I don't think I've ever seen something like this ever happen at a mania. Especially when they were like, like you're telling me who this person is. I'm like, okay, so he's not just a nobody. Makes sense. But like yeah. the way they announced him on, um, yeah, you know, they're they're doing the whole. We don't know who this person is. And people, anybody who's watched Raw the past year, they're like, yeah, we know exactly who this is. But okay, you're going to change him again. So okay, and they kind of did the same thing with Almost because Almost used to be the bouncer for Raw Underground. Like Shane would talk to him all the time every night. Every Raw, and then when he showed up with AJ, we're all like, "Oh shit, okay, that's that's cool." 
So, again, then that's that's just like bad writing. I don't know why you fucking changed the. You know. I I agree. Yeah, they, but no, they, that makes sense. Um, sorry, I'm giving my complaints more than anything. No, but no, you no. know, it was it wasn't it, it again. There was nothing wrong with this match. This was great. Um, I really was feeling Apollo Cruz's new character, mm. the way he presents himself. I I am a big fan of it as well. Um, Biggie, Biggie looked great solo. Um, yep. the hits that they took, um, it was good. It was a good match. Mm. Um, and I'm, pre- I'm, you know, I think I said this when I came back to wrestling. I always felt Apollo Cruz was going to be the next Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Where he had all of this momentum and they weren't going to use him. And I'm glad yep. they're not going that route. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, for the longest time, Apollo literally just sat gatoring and it was a crime because I, I saw him towards the tail end of his indie run and his matches were ridiculous. So I'm like, oh my God, this guy's an instant superstar. And then all of a sudden he, he, he did nothing. I was like, even NXT, which is a rarity for NXT to drop the ball on somebody. And now all of a sudden he does this starting this stuff with E and then all of a sudden the whole change to the Nigerian, like, essentially Nigerian prince, and I'm just like, bro, you found your niche. Run with this forever. And he's doing a great job, and now he's an intercontinental champion. So I look forward to watching this on SmackDown to see what happens. I'm also now interested because now both Giants are – actually, no, I take that back. Almost is on Raw. Obviously, they were smart. Almost is on Raw. Davikato on SmackDown. You keep the, you keep the monsters away from one another. It's a smart move, WWE. I see you. All right, I see you. So, following that, we had we had um, what can you what can you say about about this next match? You know, two of probably the best females that they have. Yep. In the you know Rhea Ripley. Killing it in defeating Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. This is her redemption for last year's Mania, losing to Charlotte. No, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I still, to this day, don't understand why they did that thing with Charlotte. I I don't know if it was a boost for ratings, but it didn't work. (laughs) So that was a, a clear and obvious mistake. This time, they did the right thing. I feel terrible for Asuka only because WWE has done a terrible job at doing Asuka title runs. Every title run she's had, even the tag team one, has been abysmal. And it's not Asuka's fault. It's the writer's fault. I don't know why they cannot write for her, or even for Shinsuke. Like, I don't get it. Like, it it makes no sense. But in NXT, they're gods. So it's like, guys, (laughs) pay attention to what NXT is doing. Yeah, I realize that he did And then mimic it. (laughs) I I realized that Shinsuke didn't have a match, and I was like, yo, what? Yep, Shinsuke was in the entree of the... Hunter the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown. He was the last one eliminated, 
but that's as far as he went. Yeah. So Shinsuke was supposed to get this big, huge push, but instead it went to Cesaro, which for me is kind of like a, I don't want to say a wash because I love Cesaro just as well. And Cesaro deserves it too, but so does Shinsuke. So, but I don't know. And Shinsuke's not exactly young. So he's not, but he's also, and I tell people this, I go, Shinsuke Nakamura was pre Okada one of the biggest names over in New Japan. Right. I mean, imagine if, let, 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 let's play this. Let's play this in our heads. Imagine if Okada decided to come to the States and they did the same thing to Okada. I would, I'd lose my fucking mind, Scott. I might, I might actually stop watching WWE for a while. Not gonna yeah. lie. That would be, that would be the one of the biggest disrespectful things they could ever do to somebody of his caliber. Yeah, he might like, be one of the best <clears throat> Japanese wrestlers of the 21st century. Of any century. <laughs> Fact. But <laughs> you and I totally get straight. We definitely have a, we, you and I definitely have some gripes from tonight. But let's focus and- on this match. Yeah, the instant classic that was the main event of night two. Uh, I loved everything about this match. I was hoping that this would fight forever. Obviously, not going to happen. But this was the longest match of both nights, coming in at a hair under 22 minutes. And I loved, like I said, I loved every moment of this match, how physical it was. I even loved Jay Uso getting involved, not once, but twice in this match. And just the, the we got a concertos, we got a double pin for the ultimate flex from Roman Reigns. It's just like, fuck, man. Neither one of us picked. We all picked Edge because we expected, you know, the man never lost the title, so he's going to win the title back, and it's going to be a heartwarming story. But honestly, <clears throat> now looking at this, having Roman continue to hold on to this belt is the right move, and I fully expect. Him still to be Universal Champion when we go to WrestleMania next year. So this is the way I'm thinking about it. It definitely has a sour, you know, a little bit of sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, fuck, I'm like, that's another little L on my book. (laughs) But to defeat somebody... look, Look at on our end. First of all, he's a healed. Right. Um, I did see that little that little conversation he had going on just before we started recording, <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, there's a reason good heels sh- should be getting booed, right? Exactly. You know, people screw you know Roman Reigns. They're doing Roman Reigns right. Yeah, they actually have done a marvelous job with Roman Reigns as a heel, and you know, this is one of those things that. Fans have been wanting for such a long time. Like, they're doing with Roman what they should have done with Cena years ago. Mm-hmm. They just never would pull the trigger because Cena was their cash cow, and God forbid they lose all that money. So they kept him as a face, 
And the women and children loved him, and anybody who was like probably over the age of like sixteen hated him because they wanted him to be a bad guy, because the hustle, you know, hustle, loyalty, respect thing had grown old, and they wanted the doctor back because they want some more thugonomics. But you know, that's not respect. how it worked. Respect. <laughs> yeah, you know, doctor. That's, that's just not how. That's just not how it worked out. But with Roman. No. He came back and just he, he, I love how, how how Roman came back coming out, you know, spearing um Braun, spearing the fiend, and just like saying, Bitch, I'm back, I'm gonna come in, annihilate people and leave. And he's been running ever since, and it's been it's been gold. I fully expect him to kick off SmackDown, and it's just gonna be a course of well, I don't know. It'll be the Thunderdome again, so it'll probably be a course of cheers because WWE is tone deaf and doesn't understand how this shit works. But okay. <laughs> so, so let me. Um, but what I was getting at here is to establish him as a solid heel, somebody who how am I wording this? Not only did he defeat one of the best wrestlers of the ruthless aggression era. Well, I mean, attitude era. Maybe not the best during the attitude era because you got to remember who he was going up against at that point. But sure. like, the best of like the ruthless aggression era. And then one of the best wrestlers in WWE, not even talking about Ring of Honor, just WWE, one of the best wrestlers in the past 10 years for WWE. I think, and especially pinning them at the same time to win. What a flex. Loved Huge it. flex. Oh, I loved it. Now, what's going to happen next, I don't know, because I had, again, you know, fantasy booking. We talked about the Edge Adam Cole match for the title. You know, I think that, that would have been... You know what they could... About Scott. Right. You know who I think could be next? Who? They talked about this on uh, Smack Talk, or what is it, Talking Smack that they have after the show. Big E might be next in line. Hmm. They had, yeah, they had, because um, Paul Heyman's a, a, a co host of Talking Smack, and they had Big E on one day, and Heyman went on his whole thing of, um, Boasting about how great Big E is and whatnot, and talking about how he could be, you know, Universal Champion one day, just not right now because Roman is champion. They kind of did uh, like a little teaser thing with Big E and Roman, um, and obviously got Jay Uso involved because Jay Uso is always involved in everything that Roman does, and it kind of got steered away. But I think now might be a good time to bring it back. Because Big E obviously is beloved. Big E is a monster in his own right. Big E could, if you look, Big E could actually beat Roman. I know he won't. But I think this could be a really, really good feud if they pour some actual time into this. So, I don't know. That's just a thought. Trying to think of who else... um, Maybe KO, 
I'd be all right with KO again, but KO had his shot with Roman last year, so probably not. I don't know. We'll see. But I would, at least the first person I thought popped in my head would have been Biggie. Mm-hmm. Or Cesaro. Oh, no. Yes. Could also be Cesaro. Ooh. There are a lot. Ooh. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of options here. And like I said, I am going to actually DVR both Raw and SmackDown this week. Oh, I'm very happy to hear that, sir. Um, will I watch them live? I don't know. But I will at least have them DVR'd, and I will be watching them this week. All right. I mean, you have a life. I, mean, I don't, so I, I will be watching them live because my life is tweeting for this company because I believe in the Bedlam. So the one other thing I take away from this, and this was a problem, I think, a couple of manias ago. I think the one I went to. Minus the Hardy Boys coming back. There weren't really any WrestleMania moments, I felt. Like, there were... Obviously, there was, like, Bianca Belair getting the title. Right. You know, there was a lot of title... There, there weren't any, like, huge... Like, I'm just thinking of... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're saying. I think for me, like I can give a couple from from both nights that I think would be, for me, would be like these are good moments. Um, obviously, like you said, Bianca Belair winning the the SmackDown Women's Championship um, in a beautiful match with with Sasha. Um, also, Cesaro, his pure emotion after beating Seth. For something that's something that's so uncharacteristic of him, that I think is something that'll that'll kind of stand up. Uh, Bad Bunny, um, literally coming out of seemingly nowhere and putting on probably the best actual celebrity match that I've ever seen somebody do at WrestleMania. Um, so that would be that for for night one. For night two, definitely the thing with 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 Miss Bliss and the 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 blood or whatever. Um, the shock of of, of Randy getting the, the quick win, uh, I would definitely say is another moment. Um, trying to think what else. The way the the Sheamus and Riddle match ended, um, that broke kick was just beautiful. Um, Rhea getting the win, and then the double the 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 big flex by Roman at the end. So there were some moments. <laughs> I think, I but I know what you're talking about. You're looking for like this big, like you know, like Hogan slamming Andre type moments. I I'm get. Not, that. Not, I'm not even looking for that. Like I'm, I'm thinking I'm like, you get like, like you know, the Hardy Boys coming back was huge. Um, yeah, surprise think, returns are always. Yeah. yeah well, I think huge. the 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 only one that I can think of, and yeah, Hogan was there, but I know Hogan still has a lot of heat. Yeah, the crowds oh. were not a big fan of of, of Hulkamania. Nope. And, and um, obviously, we gotta you know figure out why. <laughs> you know, RVD was, but also he was in the Hall of Fame, so it wasn't like, oh, oh, it's RVD. It's all like, yeah, RVD's there, awesome, that's cool. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame, but you know, it's kind of expected. Yeah, I mean, I I will admit on the podcast, I did get a little emotional with Kane. Oh, that was tough. Yeah, <laughs> the music and everything, like 
he's been my favorite since day one. And the fact that I couldn't be there because of all this bullshit that's going on in the world and not being able to see him live, it hurts. It it actually does hurt. So now I'm just like, I really don't know who else I'm really going to look forward to retiring. So, so that, that, that hurt that. Yeah. That hurt a little bit, but it is what it is. Goddamn COVID. I hate you. <laughs> Ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Well. You know what? This mania, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't 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 the best. Um, I think that again, I think the best part about this was first and foremost having the crowd back. Actually, mm. I would say a WrestleMania moment definitely is Vince McMahon coming out beginning of night one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's a moment. Yeah. Yep. I loved how the wrestlers came out and I love the little photos that I saw on Twitter that most of them were, were moved by the crowd cheers. A lot of them were crying and it was just like, it's that human element that has sorely been missing from wrestling. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little disheartened at the fact that they're going right back to it again, come raw. So I kind of hope that maybe they would find a way because last time I checked, they're no longer at the at the at Tropicana Field because now that baseball is underway again, the Rays need their home stadium. So I believe they've moved to another college stadium. I don't remember exactly. I remember reading it a week or two ago, but. Um, so they're going to be there for the foreseeable future. So who knows, who knows what they'll do. I'd love to have them at least start getting some fans in like NXT has. Um, I hope NXT continues to at least give us some, some, some fans like they did for takeover. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Because the last two nights have been fantastic hearing the actual cheers of the crowd and just, that's that's half of wrestling, <laughs> at least for me, hearing the interactions with the crowds and the and the, the competitors. Oh, so. it is very important. Very important. But that being said, um, I think Scott and I will agree. Again, not to take away anything that happened on the uh, you know the other the first, the second night, but I think night two was night one was definitely the better night. I agree. Yes. Um, you know, night one had had a lot of moments, but I think let's see if they're going with the long game here. We'll see what happens this week. Mm-hmm. We're off the SmackDown. We're off the SmackDown. Wow, we're off the WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, SmackDown after WrestleMania. WrestleMania Backlash May sixteenth. I thought it was gonna be Money in the Bank, which was kind of like killing me, Scott, a little bit because I was like, I gotta watch Money in the Bank. The weekend and actually the day before my thirtieth. It's like oh, I don't want to be inside for my thirtieth. But anyways, I understand that, <laughs> guys. We're not over just yet. We have the fall from WrestleMania, the follow from NXT, stand and deliver, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at bedlam media. 
You can find myself as this will be official Scott as Scotty J Stream. We are on all streaming flat platforms, including uh, including Parandora now. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, uh, comment, leave a review, tell people why Bedlam Media and Above the Ring are the podcasts in the network that you like to listen to and why they should listen to it too. This has been the post show for night two of WrestleMania 37. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always. Subscribe. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.